three, four, coming around, here we go. I loved building model cars when I was a boy. Uh, I loved so much, and I lived, those cars were real to me, you know, and, and I got really good at it. And, you know, you buy the can of spray paint, and you get, you really finesse it, or you can, or you can just totally screw the thing up. But, you know, you get there's some of the right, you get the right paint that lays out beautifully, and it looks like a perfect factory finish, you know? Did you and do I the engine, too? Did you paint the engine, too? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Every detail, the underneath, you know, the chassis, all of the everything, you know. And and especially when I got almost too old to do that, to be building car models. Um, I got that's when I was my best. And then I put, had to put them all away, and then the cleaning lady started destroying things, and then uh and then my mom just, she didn't hang on to stuff. She just threw everything away. She threw all of her toys away, everything. And I go, are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> but what was I going to do with them? I wouldn't be carrying them around. But boy, did I have fun with those models because they were real, you know, they might've been miniature, but, you know, so that's a nice thing about models, modeling with furniture and building things. You know, you can do a scale model and you sort of almost, find yourself in that environment, you know, which is fun. It's nice. I mean, it's a good kind of, uh, I don't know, out of body experience or something, you know, and, and uh, land of the giants. I was a bit, I had a friend like you, similar, Joe was his name. And he had the same verve, except instead of for cars, but for semi-trucks. Oh, jeez. So he became, his dad was a truck driver, and tr Joe became a truck driver. And one of the steps, I guess, toward truck driverness yeah. is to, like, get, like, absolutely fastidious and detailed and perfect. Yeah, yeah. Except he was building Peterbilts, you oh, know, man. and getting and pointing all this stuff out to me. And I was, you know, it, it just didn't stick. And I did it, too, because it was, you know, I followed his lead and I just didn't have the didn't have the dedication to the detail. Mm. Yeah. I you, think built I, a, you built an 18 wheeler too, Fred? I tried. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I followed him. I tried to find my own niche, but, you know, okay, so cars, nah, not a muscle car guy, don't know much about cars. Well, he's doing trucks. They're kind of cool. There's boats, of course, too, right? Airplanes. Airplanes. I think maybe I tried an airplane or two. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a little bit young for, like, right after the big war, World War II, you know, just the, the market was flooded with like model airplanes, war war machinery, you know, all of it. And tanks. Yeah, tanks. Coat tanks. soldiers. Yeah. Armies, battalions. <laughs> yeah. So what what about um what what does the model represent? Like why why would you build model like I know there's an excitement of some sort in in building in building a, a model car or a model ship or an aeroplane, but 
what what um you know why would you I never found it I didn't find the secret that obviously Hans did and my friend Joe did I don't know if if Bartoman Hans has found found it I didn't I didn't see it right it didn't it didn't grab me I mean I did it because it was in the water of my neighborhood and among my mm-hmm. friends but I didn't catch it like mm-hmm. obviously obviously Hans did and my friend yeah. Joe did yeah well, it's like I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't uh, uh, totally into it, but I think I built maybe twelve models total in my whole life. But I think what I liked about it is it, it, it got me as close as I could get to having that thing in real. Mm-hmm. So it felt like I actually had an airplane, and I was flying around in that airplane. The imagination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember doing doing uh, airplanes. I can't remember if it was tanks as well, but I, I was quite young and probably my my mom or dad probably said, Oh, I still playing with those toys, you know. When are you gonna grow up? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. So <laughs> I, I wasn't never uh, I wasn't ever the initiator, hey, let's go get some model planes and build them. But, you know, if one of my friends decided, hey, let's do that, and then the next week we'd do something else, then I'd just follow along and do something else. But Hans uh, Vanderhill, you were uh, you were really into the modeling. So what hooked you? Because yeah. some of us here didn't get hooked like you did, so we want to know what, what got you. Oh, well... I don't really know. I, I um, a fascination with the the machinery, the, with the combustion engine, with the the um, you know the the sound of it and the performance of it, and and um, whether it was an airplane or a car, it didn't have to be necessarily a muscle car. You know, I, I don't think I ever built a muscle car. Um, I might have done a little bit of chop shop when it was finished. Like, oh, yeah, this 49 Ford looks cool without the bumpers, you know? It's so, <laughs> it, 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 like that kind of stuff, you know? It's like, wow, it's got a 409, you know? So, <laughs> I knew every, um, and all the models, of course, were models of actual cars. Mm-hmm. So that was the closest you could get to owning an actual car, you know? And, um, I just, I don't know, I was sort of uh, overwhelmed with it all and, and with the airplanes as well. And, and um, my, I also have, I've got three older brothers and, and two of them, especially the, my oldest brother, who's a painter, an artist, um, he, I learned a lot from him and he was a big influence. And also my dad loved cars. And not hot rod cars, but or for no, not Ferraris, that kind of a thing, but just proper maintenance of cars, you know, and what's in there, you know, what's under the hood kind of a thing, and yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. But it, my my oldest brother, perhaps, is a huge influence on me because he sculpted cars, you know, with tools and, and um, made them up, you know, designed his own, or he'd do a 59 Jaguar and carve it out of a block of wood, but to really great detail. Um, 
And he built airplanes that flew, gliders, you know, like uh, that actually really worked. Oh. You know, go to, a, go to the, you find the, they call them, a, I forget what they call it, where there's like an updraft in the middle of a field. You get a glider, and you, if you found that and you built the glider right, it could you could really. So I learned a lot from him. So it was a lot of just imitation, and I don't know though. I mean, I feel like something deep inside about it. You know, <laughs> like later in life, I was able to have motorcycles, and that was kind of a poor man's sports car, you know. And it wasn't a Ferrari; it was like a. Kind of low power, but high is is the best performance you can get out of a small motor, kind of a thing. A little bit more of a British approach to sports cars. So I don't know. The models were real to me, so that was the closest I could get as a as an eight year old boy to having a real car. I like slot cars too. Yeah. My brother, one of my brothers, would build these elaborate buildings out of cardboard and balsa wood and this and that and this and that, and then set them on fire. <laughs> I had that impulse too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my best friend Scott and I would blow things up. He had all the toys and all the fireworks, M80s, you know, Tonka toys. I don't know if you guys that was, know those. That was part of the fun with the models when they're, especially mine, because they weren't done very well. Then you get some little little black cat firecrackers. Yeah. And you put it in there and you blow off, you know, the hood blows off. And you're like, yeah. wow, that was fun, you know. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yours aren't very good. So let's sacrifice yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I liked the blowing up part quite a lot. Better well, than we, the building. We used to do that with our, our little army men. We'd have them in the sand and the dirt. And we'd, of course! We'd put an atom cracker, you know, into the dirt there and light that up in the army room and blow up in the air. <laughs> we would build forts. Hans, Bardo man, we have a similar childhood thing. We would build forts in the sandbox, right? Four of us, right? Take a corner and build forts out of sand and with army men. And then we would... We would throw black cats to to destroy each other's forts and see who, who built the best fort or who was the best tosser of the, you know, the firecracker. That was loads of fun. Guys like wrecking things, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Build a really good sand castle and then destroy it. Yeah. We, we did, um, we used to use, a, it was a model gun. And it was it made of plastic, of course. It was called the Seki Den. And so you'd load dried up peas into it and, and fire at each other. And then a little bit later, I think, we got into the pea shooters. And I remember we had one, we had some pea shooter fights. I mean, now I couldn't stomach it, you know, people's saliva flying at you. <laughs> oh. Our whole house was just covered in pea shooter, hiding behind the the couches, and and you oh. know if you've got a good mouthful of peas, you can like really let it rip. Machine I mean, gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting, Hans, what you were saying about the 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 car being being the. Uh, sort of being 
the object itself and, and because it's a representation of, of uh, either a, a vehicle or an airplane or something. And then as, uh, as kids, that's all we could have. And then your imagination could sort, sort the rest out. Yeah. yeah, like the the I've heard it said, I believe in our school that what the object or the model is the thing itself. The model of the thing is the thing itself. The proportions are correct though, right? Yeah, well, the better the model, the 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 better yeah. the I don't know, proportions maybe isn't the right word. Scale, right? So it doesn't matter the size. Yeah. Or well, the material. Proportions and scale is, is critical. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you build a, the way I understood it, I'm, I'm hoping Jaswan can correct me. The way I understood it is that the more accurate, like with Hans Vanderhill making his super accurate um, model cars and whatnot, right? The more accurate it is, the more the thing it is. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, right. So you can't have. Say an eighteen wheeler with fourteen wheels, jumbo wheels that are thirty feet high, right? Yeah, yeah, that's no. <laughs> that's monster mutter eighteen wheeler. <laughs> that's a mutter wheeler, yeah. Jazz, want you were going to say something? Yeah, I was. I was just going to say then, if you start to translate that model into, say, an altar, so an altar is apparently a model of the universe with and then there's the elements which which have to go into it and then there's um, a way to look after an altar or or a sacred space it's um now the elements as far as i can tell you know is Sorry. Yeah. Go, go, goes into um, water, earth, air, fire. fire. Sorry? Fire. I thought fire. you were going to forget yeah, fire. Yeah, that's right. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting old. It takes me a while to, to rotate. But, but, but along this, along this invocational mm -hmm. pathway through the model, mm -hmm. as above, so below... This is how I understand it. Yeah. So, as above, so below, as below, so above. Mm-hmm. Or, well, there's more to it, but we'll start with that, right? So, mm -hmm. the, the, the idea of an altar mm -hmm. or the idea of a model car, right, yeah. is if you want to, if one's aim is or interest is to, to connect the high and the low, is through a model, whether that model is an altar or a posture or a, a, a way of organizing your, your workspace, right? Whether it's a, if you're a tool guy, you know, how you put your tools down and where you place them and how you care for them and where they are in proximity to your, to your work. Or if you're a, you know, a magic guy with the CK at the end, all cool and shit, you know, the idea of an altar might be that you're arranging 
maybe with some real clear guidelines and even rules, how, where to put the, the water, where to put the candle, where to put the incense, where to put the picture of whoever it is you think mm -hmm. is you know, going to help you, how you, what, what's the cloth on the table? Is it okay to be a hardwood table or does it, can it be like a plastic table? No, 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 must be the hardwood. You know, don't you go get in one of those plastic tables. It's not going to work because the model's not correct. So I think there's all sorts of layers and levels to how to connect high and low by how accurately you, you can put the elements, to use Jazzy's words, together here on, in this realm so you may contact or draw down higher influences. Wow. Yeah, so, so like if you go to a dream circle, like Heather Valencia, I was at a couple of her dream circles. I mean, there's, there's very, they're not loose, but they're simple. Yeah. How you, how you get connected in her circle of dreamers. Mm -hmm. And that's a, I, I always saw that as like a model, right? How, yeah. how she arranged the room where people sat. It was all women, right? I, I, I went to one that was allowed for men, but it was, I don't think it was very good because the men were there, but, um, but they tried. And now I see why we can't be there because Elena comes from that world, right? She was a dreamer, is a dreamer and found Heather and therefore found Mr. Gold. And, you know, she spoke incredibly, incredibly heart with her heart about the importance of sitting in with a group of women in a circle and, and, and with simple procedurals talking about their dreams. Yeah, so, so then it becomes like, so what, what is a model, really? Are we, are we making models all the time, every time? It's like writing a, a book, a model? There's a model for writing a book, but that's more of a structure or a form. Mm -hmm. But isn't the book itself a model? Of what? A book. <laughs> I have a model of a book that's just like a book. <laughs> well, it, pages it, and everything. Yeah. Well, well it, it, it's, it's, you see what I'm saying? It's, it's not the actual book, but it's the, um, it could be the, the reading of the book. Is, is a model because we're talking about models and our imagination. So if we, if we make a model of a car, then we use our imagination as kids to, hey, look at me driving around in my Ferrari, we, <laughs> or, or riding around in a plane, diving low. And, and so a book, um, if, you, if, you, if you go with me and you look at it in this way, it uh, could, could be a model where it's not just the object, but it's the instructions inside, inside the book. It's a, it's a model for taking your imagination to a different place. To help me follow you better, are you speaking of all books Fiction books or non-fiction books? Oh. 
Well, I I guess mostly fiction books because the the, the nonfiction books there um, they take you to places, but they take you to places that are um, that are I don't know that they're, they're different. Um, you know, they're the really boring tech manuals. <laughs> well, I was thinking more like history. History. Now, history, oh, yeah, you can go down. I wasn't thinking tech manuals on how okay. to. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I guess in a way it's sort of voyaging because you, you're sort of taken along and in the in the model of the of the car or the aeroplane you're also taken along and maybe the so maybe when you make a model of something there's some instructions or you have to work out the instructions as to how to get into I don't know how to get into using that model for whatever purpose it has. Mm. So, for instance, if you had if you had an altar and it had some water and a candle, maybe some incense, uh, other other stuff with with the elements, and you could manipulate that altar or manipulate the the model and its um, reverberations or vibrations would be felt above or below. So you're looking at taking something to maybe alter something else, maybe alter reality. And that's why I, I, I say, so what, what's, a, what's the use of a mod? I'm still stuck on the book. <laughs> on the book? Yeah, I, I, I struggle to, because the way I see a model, and that's yeah, why yeah. I was being really patient as best uh -huh. I can. So maybe uh -huh. my idea of really patience for somebody else is nearing it not really patient but for okay. me it's patience yeah yeah in any case um i see a model as a physical thing and when you introduce a book there's a book that's a physical thing but then your your idea of 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 this sort of it seems too flimsy and ethereal and metaphysical right to to call that a model because for me a model is a physical thing i can touch Right. It's it's a it's there's model behavior. I mean, I guess you could go down that direction. Right. So there's, you know, oh, he's a model student. Right. Or um, if you're into into the athletics of things, you could say, you know, he has or she has a, you know, a prototypical. They like that word. Right. Prototypical uh, characteristics for this particular sport. Right. So there's those kinds of models model students and all that but when i when you were using a book i was i was trying to 
I, I, I couldn't go the fact that, um, uh, but then I just contradicted myself because the metaphysical models are really hard to pin down. Like if you're doing a, a, a model car, like, you know, the exhaust pipe usually goes in one place, you know, it's in the back, <clears throat> right? So I don't know how that applies, you know, to, 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 a, to a story or to, to metaphysical things. The um, so when we when we say physical, so then we have the computer modeling. Yeah, absolutely. It's the blue lining. What yeah. are we doing in there? We're we're, you know, and that's why we were given. I was given, and then I've been trying to pass it along. This idea of like when you build something in the in the video world in the in the mm -hmm. in the with pixels. Yeah, and it should follow the same architectural rules as the physical world we live in. That was that was directed. That was a given as a kind of thing to keep in mind, and not just you know build willy nilly because yeah. because you can put it at seven hundred and twelve <laughs> pixels in the sky and it just stays there, mm -hmm. right? It, it somehow there. I I found that really surprising when I was told that, and then I was like, what do you mean? It's a it's it's a computer. I could put whatever I could do, whatever I want in here. The mm -hmm. laws of physics don't apply in the same way. But then I was saying, no, 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 no. You have to keep in mind the laws of physics. And I thought it was silly, not silly, but I, I was like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I started following it and I was like, oh, wow. Things look way better when they kind of follow mm -hmm. the physic, the, the rules or the, you know, the, 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 we'll call them the rules of the physical world. Mm -hmm. Or laws. Or law. There it is. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Ah, there you go. So those are like they're as above, so below, or so, as, as below, so above. So those rules or elements are already in the, in the thing that we're going to build, so to speak. So gravity is there and then plus structure in the way an engineer would do the building so that you know although although they they do use cantilever i was just going to say that the foundation <laughs> should be straight because the lines of force would go straight into the earth but they they do cantilever but it's still using um, physical um, rules so there's 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 an order there. Yeah, you yeah, know, Jasmine, go ahead. No, no, please, Mr. Oh. Bartoman Hans. Okay, I just had two thoughts. One was um, that, like, I'll lie in bed, um, and before I start blue lining, actually, and I'm still lying in bed, or even going about town, I'm blue lining in my head. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to create next in that in that God environment model? And then I was just thinking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jasmine, when you said what you said, maybe what do we want from the model, or what do we? Or, or what's or what's the purpose? Yeah, what came to mind for me was um, I want to get a feeling out of it. 
I want a feeling to be invoked or evoked. I don't, I'm not sure which word is correct there. That's all. Can, can you say more about what sort of feel, what, what that feeling feels like? I don't know if that's a double entendre or a... Uh, Describe the feeling. Feels good. <laughs> If, if it invokes the feeling of flying and I can I can start really imagining myself flying when I'm playing with my model airplane, well, that feels great. feels just like flying. Even better because I'm in complete control and I can do things that I probably couldn't or wouldn't do with a real airplane. Wow. And I've done some flying. Feeling, I like that feeling. So you'd get a feeling out of a out of a car or an aeroplane because you're well, I shouldn't say because one way of doing it is with using the imagination. Yeah, and that's what I kind of I didn't want to answer Hans's question for him when you guys were asking about, you know, what what got him into building the cars or what he got out of that. You know, I wanted to say I'm um and correct me if I'm wrong, Hans, but I bet you got some really good feelings after you, you know, stepped back through the process and especially at the end and go like, look, wow, look what I made. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So so they have printers now, which you can ah. print out anything they load it up with um i i haven't seen or know too much about it but i heard the idea 3d printers is that what you're talking about yeah yeah and um you can make a <laughs> a human heart I, yes I, I was just gonna say i don't know why you'd want to but you can make a cake and it looked like somebody's head right and then you <laughs> no i just want the heart replacement you know, so, so it's it's almost like uh, as, uh, we're getting to the point where we can manipulate molecules into into anything we want. When we when we, um, I'm just going to start here. Jaswan and I, and I don't know about Bardo Man and Hans in Michigan. But one of the things, when we went to the model of the thing is the thing itself workshop, we were building Bardo Town. Oh, uh, yes, yes. How did so Bardo Town, Bardo Town was already mostly built by EJ at that point, mm -hmm. right? And so we went to the barn, and in the barn was this 40-foot by 30-foot model railroading masterpiece of an art. It was mm -hmm. an art piece using model... Uh, railroad buildings and tracks and model and railroads, the little trains themselves, mm -hmm. right? And the idea was at the time was to create a replica of the Bardo using these model models, model mm -hmm. even little landscaping stuff and trees and people mm -hmm. and cows and buildings and barbed wire and ambulances and fire trucks and police cars and all kind of just just this 30 by 40 installation we'll call it that because it i saw it also as a piece of art 
But the theory was, is if he builds Bardotown, then here's the Bardo. So for, for me, and as I understood at that time, was the, the closer you get in your modeling, right? So the closer he got to recreating the Bardo, whatever that is, in these plastic models and landscaping and the whole thing, there it is. As above, so below, there it is. The afterlife is in, in the life, right? So here it is. And I remember he gave an experiment. Jess and I used to try this. So we would be told that you could visualize or imagine or visualize is a better word than imagine. Visualize a tree. Remember this jazz want in Bardo town. And we would say, I'll meet you there in my dreams. Yeah. And we tried that. It was a little spooky for me. I wasn't really ready for that kind of stuff yet, but with jazz one, it was safe for me to do that. And so then we came home with model railroading stuff and buildings to build even like 12, two feet by two feet versions of Bardo Town. Here's the models. Here's the paint. Here's the little people. Here's the sidewalks. Here's the, you know, whatever. Go. Here are pictures. Make it like this. Right? So it wasn't creative at all. It was more manufacturing, down to weathering the buildings. Then you can hook up, have good Wi-Fi connection to the, you know, upper realms of, of uh, the universe. <laughs>